Hey everyone, it's Rachel. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so glad you have joined me today. Today, I'm going to be talking about stopping the spiral of negative thinking and I'm really not good at this. So if if no one needs this, I can definitely just preach it to myself. But basically this year, I want to try and make a special effort to stop the spiral of negative thinking and figuring out what the real root of negative thinking actually is. And if you listened to my last episode, then you would have learned something about me and it's that I can snap very easily. (laughs) I am working on it um, but if I'm being completely honest whenever I'm hungry or tired I find that it could be very easy for me to be very snappy or to think negatively and just spiral out of control when really I could have just let that issue go but I really just want to come to that conclusion that I can just stop, reset and think straight and I know it's kind of silly but really the only person who is keeping me stuck in these emotions um, that I've realized is myself so no one else is really making me be angry no matter how much I might want to blame it on someone else. For a long time I think I had believed that I was a victim of my own feelings and that I felt this way and this is how I felt and no one can change me and that nothing could make me not think this way and the only way that I could reset was to just go to sleep and going to sleep is still a technique that I kind of use today if I'm really really spent and I just I really feel like you know I don't want to continue this battle of trying to fight my way to be positive I just need a reset and so I just go to sleep Um, but really the battle for our minds lies with us and no one else no one else can really change the way that we think really we have to make that choice so I've always heard uh, from other preachers and teachers about the battle for the mind and stuff like that but today I just wanted to share a practical way of getting out of the spiral of negative thoughts and actually taking steps to find the root of the cause of why this is actually happening and how we can stop it because our thoughts shape our lives and until we are proactive in doing something about it we're just going to remain stuck so let's look at second corinthians chapter 10 verse 5 and the apostle paul is encouraging his readers to take every thought captive to obey christ and i would read that in the past and i would think basically that's impossible how am i supposed to control every single thing that i thought and even if i had tried to be on top of my thoughts in the past i would do really really great for a day or two and then after that i would just go back to thinking negatively and I would get really frustrated because I felt like I was going around the same tree over and over and over and just going around in circles and I would just get really frustrated with myself and I wouldn't just get it already. As a Christian though, I definitely believe that we have an enemy and his name is Satan and he is very determined on slowly pulling us down and to distract us from doing good and being at peace. And I think he wants us all to feel helpless and overwhelmed, stressed, and to eventually completely shut down so that we don't even want to try again or to be our best selves. And he wants us to believe these things because the lies we end up believing about ourselves is actually rooted in what we believe about God. And for a while there in my life, I feel like Satan had actually succeeded. Last year for me, I felt completely withdrawn, traumatized, afraid of reconnecting with people and scared that people hated me and didn't care about me and so so on. You get the idea. And in extension, I started to feel like God didn't truly care about me in those moments and that he too just wanted me to hurry up and be mature and get on with it already and, and stuff like that. And I'm so thankful though that I had my husband to tell me daily that that's not really who I am and he would just hug me and make me feel better 
But even so, in the back of my mind, I think the lie would be there. The thought like, oh, he's just saying that so that you would just stop talking. (laughs) Or, you know, he has to say that. He's married to you. Or why are you like this? No one wants to be married to someone who's always got issues. Um, But yeah, these thoughts, I think, just robbed me of peace and joy. And it was just really exhausting. And it felt like there were always two realities, what was real and what was just in my head. And slowly they started to merge together and feel like they were the same reality. But that actually wasn't true. And I mentioned in my last episode that I had started seeing a counsellor and it's been fantastic. She's wonderful. She validates my feelings. She's really encouraging and she always speaks words of life to me. And she encouraged me to journal, which I've been doing. And she asked me questions that try to get me to look at the real root of the issue. So if I had to credit this episode to anyone, it would be her for teaching me these techniques. But both she and Jesse helped me to break through the negative spiral by just reminding me that these lies aren't true and these lies are not actually me, they're not who I am. And this is actually the main reason why I felt it was important to have a whole month of fasting from social media. I felt like social media wasn't helping me. I felt like it was just encouraging more comparison issues, the lies that I had swirling in my mind. And by having them remind me of the truth, I was able to stand firm and say, you know what, I just need to reset for an extended period of time. And I felt like it was important to just shut everything out and focus on what God's truth had to say. And it was hard at the beginning and also near the end of the fast to remain focused on why am I even doing this fast? But I really felt that by doing this, my brain felt more aware, more focused, and I was starting to think things more clearly and my brain wasn't as noisy as it used to be. So like I said uh, in the last episode, Jesse and I were doing a 30-day shred where we read the whole Bible in a month. But for me personally, I wanted to start memorizing Bible verses that would help me counteract specific lies that would pop up in my mind. And I just wanted to share these Bible verses with you because if you are one of those people that just completely understand what I'm talking about and you also want to stop the root of uh, you know negative thoughts, you want to stop the spiral and things like that, I really think that these Bible verses will also be encouraging for you. Also, there are more Bible verses around if you, you know, if you if you read and you have a look and you research and I would just really recommend Bible verse memorization to help uh, interrupt the spiral of negative thinking. So the first verse that I challenged myself to memorize was 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7 and it says this, For God hasn't given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. In other translations, it might say, uh, instead of self-discipline, it might say self-control or sound judgment. I felt like I really needed that verse because I was full of fear and timidity, and I always lacked, I didn't always, but I had lacked the courage and confidence, and I just needed to remind myself that as a Christian, that's not who I am. And I do have the power and the sound judgment through the Holy Spirit. And Jesus does give me strength and God actually does love me. So this is the actual truth, not the lies in my head. Another verse that I memorized was Psalm 118 verses 6 to 7. And it says this, The Lord is for me, I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? The Lord is my helper, therefore I will look in triumph on those who hate me. Now, I needed this verse to counteract the lie that uh, that everyone had hated me, everyone does hate me, and even if people did dislike me, then, you know, who cares? Because um, God is for me. He's not against me. He's the one that, that helps me. And 
this verse definitely stopped those thoughts in its tracks and um, really helped me to overcome the fear of, of people that I had. The last verse that I memorized, or the latest one that I've memorized, is Exodus 14, verse 14, and it says this, The Lord will fight for you. You need only to be still. And I think that verse speaks for itself, really. When situations seem to be against me, I have the tendency to snap and I say things that I shouldn't. I'm sure you can relate. When really, God's word just says, be still. And that's something that I'm still learning. But that's why I memorized it, because I need it for the next time something happens. I need to learn. I need to be still. So now, why am I even talking about this? Well, I'm talking about this not to flex the, hey, I can memorize Bible verses, but I'm talking about this because our thought lives are important. They can shape our lives. And when we believe lies, they can really hold us back. And how we think directly affects how we live. And if I've learned anything, it's that we need to gear up and we need to fight it because we do have a choice. And for those of us who also suffer from the spiral of negative thoughts, we need to fight back and we need to take back our peace. So if you're struggling just like I was, I want you to know today that you do have a choice. You're not a victim of your behavior, your past, your thoughts, your genetics, or even your circumstances. We need to think new thoughts and believe in the truth and not the lies. We need to remember that we don't have to dwell on every single thought that falls into our heads. And feelings, they can all lie to us, just like random negative thoughts can. So if you're a Christian, I just want to encourage you with this Bible verse, and it's Romans chapter 8, verses 5 to 11. And in the contemporary English version, it says this, People who are ruled by their desires think only of themselves. Everyone who is ruled by the Holy Spirit thinks about spiritual things. If our minds are ruled by our desires, we will die. But if our minds are ruled by the Spirit, we will have life and peace. Our desires fight against God because they do not and cannot obey God's laws. If we follow our desires, we cannot please God. You are no longer ruled by your desires, but by God's Spirit, who lives in you. People who don't have the Spirit of Christ in them don't belong to Him, but Christ lives in you. So you are alive because God has accepted you, even though your bodies must die because of your sins. Yet God raised Jesus to life. God's Spirit now lives in you, and He will raise you to life by His Spirit. Think about for a moment about how your life would be different if you focused more on things above. What kind of mind would you have? You'd probably have a mind full of peace, joy, and life. A mind that focuses on what God wants for you, who he is, and how he loves you. I was actually taught this lesson through a very vivid dream that I had a while ago. And my dream was about how I woke up one day and I was back in high school. I was probably in year 10. I was like 15 or something like that. And back then, I didn't know God in real life. But I woke up in this dream and I was present day me in 15 year old Rachel's body and I proceeded to live my life in light of having a relationship with God and if you knew me back then, I was an emo kid with, you know, heavy, heavy eyeliner and I listened to heavy metal music and I had bright red hair. So in the dream, I had dyed my hair back to my natural color and I dialed it all the way back on my makeup and I went to school and I broke up with the guy that I was seeing and I made the commitment to just focus more on studying than on boys. <laughs> and I went about my day going to classes, talking to my friends as if I was a Christian and near the end of the dream, I realized what was different. I carried myself knowing more of my worth in Christ. I was less angry, less inappropriate, more warm, more friendly. 
and I watched my words better and I was just overall more secure and safe. I didn't bend to what those around me wanted me to do. And when I woke up in real life, I felt the Holy Spirit say to me, now, if you know that you would feel that way back then, if you knew Jesus, what's stopping you from knowing and feeling that way now? And it was just such a revelation to me. Why was I stuck in the same mental patterns as if I were in high school? My negative thoughts and my whole spiral was definitely telling me something. If my head was noisy, I needed to choose to shift my thoughts back to God and to just go away and find a moment of quiet stillness. If I felt anxious, I needed to choose to shift my thoughts back to God and to trust in his goodness and how he is in control no matter what. If I felt bitter and cynical, I needed to choose to shift my thoughts back to God and to turn to him in worship. If I felt like a victim and I was hurt and angry, I needed to choose to shift my thoughts back to God by being grateful for all that he has done in my life. I can't just sit back and wait for it to happen. And that's the important part. Just because you have a relationship with Jesus, it doesn't mean that you can just sit on your butt and just expect to be full of peace and joy. You have the Holy Spirit within you that gives you a spirit of power, love, and sound judgment. You, yourself, needs to actively choose it. Choose today to dwell on the truth of the Bible. Choose to dwell on the truth of what God says. Anyway, I know it's easier to say all that than to actually do it. And I myself am totally that person who does this for two weeks and then slowly stops and then goes back into that downward spiral. So if you're also one of those people, I totally get you. And a way that I've been trying to stop myself from doing this is through an app that I've mentioned before called Tangerine. Definitely not sponsored, but it's designed to help you establish those new thought patterns and those new habits that you want to start doing in your life. So if you want to remind yourself daily to read a list of Bible verses to help you to choose to shift your mindset, you can. And This way in particular has really helped me, but also having Bible verses, maybe like on a cork board somewhere, or maybe setting Bible verses as your phone background or sticking sticking the Bible verses on your bathroom mirror, or even just following majority of encouraging Instagram and Facebook accounts and just trying to make the choice to see encouragement more around you in whatever space that you're personally in. You'll find something that works for you since you know yourself, you know your timetable, you know your routine. So just find something that works for you. So with all that being said, I just want to end by saying thank you so much for joining me on this episode. I really hope that you enjoyed it and I hope that it was useful to you. If the podcast is helpful and useful for you and if you are enjoying it, then I would love to invite you to share it on social media or to share it with a friend. If you do, make sure to tag me so I can see it. And if you're not yet subscribed, let me take this opportunity to invite you to do that as well. You'll get notified whenever I upload new episodes. Well, thanks again for being with me on this journey and I'll see you next time. Bye.